You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Lego can be seen as the bane of all barefoot parents everywhere, or as one of the best materials for early childhood play and discovery. Hannah Botrop is a Danish play expert and one of those people who believes in the latter. Hannah was recently in Australia as part of New South Wales Playgroup's World Biggest Playgroup, and I managed to grab her for a moment. I began by asking her how she sees Lego and Duplo as being one of the best toys for learning. It's important, first of all, to reckon that play is children's most important work, right? That's how they learn about the world, is exploring things. And if you get to learn and understand what's around you, you need material to explore with. This could be sand or clay or anything. But what I really love about uh, using the Duplo bricks for, for that exploration is that it is the mix of a system, a very structured system that you can stack and combine. And then it's unlimited uh, possibilities. It's a very creative tool at the same time. And now you can get so many different ranges of Duplo or Lego, whatever it might be, with very specific themes. Mm. And I've had some parents say to me, oh, when, you, when we were little, they were just boxes of bricks. Do you see having themed play sets as limiting? Well, as a matter of fact, uh, I see the contrary, right? That the bricks are important just to have, you know, the, 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 the material you can create anything with. But when we start learning things, we don't just sit in a white room and look out in nothing and start learning we have to have something that inspires us and uh, whether that's a train or a dollhouse or a zoo or a farm or anything this is what sparks the imagination right you see something and I think if you look at the kids when they play if it's with let's say it was a train set right they, they would run with the train but within no time they would put their zoo animals on a train and they would start reconstructing rebuilding so the sets to me work as an inspiration for play and exploration and part of that you talk about is the importance of storytelling Mm. why is it important for kids to be involved in storytelling that way Mm. Um, well first of all storytelling it, it starts with the language right if you you know, watch kids play. If you if you look at your own son sitting there playing, you would hear him talk along, right? So the fact that you construct things help uh, construct language, right? I bet a lot of people have have met their kids coming back from kindergarten, want to tell about an experience for the day. And mom, you know what? And and then, but but that and that and you like. <laughs> where's the beginning and where's the end of the story so one of the things you can learn with with storytelling is that there's a beginning and there's a middle and there's an end of a story and and when you built that along you 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 built your language at the same time and s- the second thing about storytelling also is it's all about using your imagination imagining things seeing things getting new ideas so it's it's both very practical on training your own language skills but it's also training so to speak your imagination or your, your and, and that turns into creativity I probably leapt forward a little bit there in terms of children that are developmentally able to to do storytelling and, and develop that imagination that way um, my son who's almost three he skipped straight over Duplo yeah. he was just loves Lego mm. makes 
crazy things and is, is always attached to putting them together but also gets very frustrated when he can't put mm. them together because he probably should be playing yeah. with Duplo. Yeah. Um, what role does Duplo or Lego play in cognitive development and uh, fine motor skills? Yeah, yeah. Um, first of all, kids, they learn with their hands, right? That's the first thing you do when you see a baby. The first thing they do is they stick their hands in their mouth and find out, you know, okay, this is what I explore with. And then this, the next thing is their hands. They start grabbing for things. And um, I think motor skills is, I mean, it's key for anything you want to do is that you have your motor skills in place. But with little hands, Duplos are fantastic because they fit the size of a hand and, and it's doable because you get to that frustration if it doesn't work for you. And that's why Duplo is, is nice. And, you know, you just take your Lego brick and fit them onto your Duplo bricks because they, they build together, right? But this is, this is like one tool to train your motor skills. There could be many others. You could be playing, you know, a ball game. You could be playing with sand or clay or anything. Would, you know, little beads would train your motor skills. But this is like a never-ending story. Because when you build it, you, you, you take it apart again and you rebuild and you, you, you try again. And to get back to your question about what, what does it mean for your cognitive skills, you built things in the real world and simultaneously built uh, knowledge in your brain imagine yourself i don't know if you cook right but but a lot of of uh, cooking is done with your hands right you touch the bread to find out is it you know baked enough you, you touch the meat to find out is it at the right you know so so our hands are like you know our biggest means of learning and that's with them so to speak you built your brain right and is it also um i know a lot of parents think about problem solving mm. and how to teach children not to give up there's yeah. a lot about having a growth mindset yeah. do you think lego has a role in that as well yeah i i think it has a big as has a big role in, in problem solving because you know you can present a problem if the, the kid sometimes comes up with a problem themselves you know they find out they want to stack a tower right that's what kids all over the world do they find out they want to stack a tower it's like innate we need to stack towers and then at some point it tips over and they'll go wee that's fantastic and then a split second later they start again and for each and every attempt to build a tower you learn okay so it didn't work this way i'll just try again to see if it does <laughs> but then at some point they grow out of tower stacking because now i know how to stack a tower so i'll do something else so kids so to speak invent problems that they want to solve or they come up with or you as a parent I think plays a great role when you play with your kids in you know sparking that problem you know maybe it is you know, so this little double friend here he wants to move over to visit his other friend but he can't get over there you know how can we help him so so you know use storytelling to spark your imagination and help them practice their problem-solving skills. That was going to be my next question. Um, how do you suggest that parents can play with their kids with Lego? Because I tend to start building my own thing and <laughs> fighting them for the right brick to go where. Um, you mentioned then um, inventing sort of um, problem-solving mm. or problems that they can solve. What if they start building something and they're like, Mum, can you help me with that? Yeah. My daughter was doing that this morning. Mum, I've got this, can you help me with that? And I'm like, no, I'm eating my breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the best approach to make, to sort of get them to 
keep moving forward when they're asked for help? How much help should you give them? Yeah. Well, I think it's tempting uh, to to build yourself because you say, you know, you you have your preconcept of, you know, what is this going to look like? But I think um, as a parent, the best thing you can actually do is to be a facilitator of that, meaning you're not going to do it, but maybe you're going to, you know, pop the question oh, I want this one to be on top here, but how do I do this? And then let the child help you come up with the ideas instead of the other way around. And also being open-minded for the solution to what a, let's say, a bridge should look like. It's not necessarily the one you have in mind, but maybe it's what the child comes up with. Remember that most great inventions were made by mistake anyway. Right? It's because you, you, you tried, right? And that, that's, that's what I love about this kind of material is you can try and if it doesn't work, you just try again. And so I'm guessing that you um, don't have a problem with the many different Lego sets we end up with all being in one pile together. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. But, you know, we have two, two if, if you look at kids, right, research shows that there are two, mainly two different approaches to it. Some kids, they like to build their set kind of thing, maybe put it on the shelf and, and do the, the, you know, the exhibition of it and don't touch, right? And other kids, you buy them one of the great sets, you think this was quite expensive, right? I, you know, you want to stay together, right? But for the kid, that's not the point. They want it all mixed because that's, that's how they create. So you have two different approaches. You have the more structured approach where it's about finishing that model and seeing the result and enjoying that. And you have the other one where it's the, the process of creating. And I reckon if you think about your friends and your family and your colleagues, you would have some that has <laughs> different, different approaches. So we all see that already with kids, as a matter of fact. And, and there's no so to speak, right or wrong. It's your way or works for you. Hannah, it's been so fascinating talking to you about this. Thank you so much for your time today. You're so very welcome. A pleasure. Thank you. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.